What's up, everybody? You're tuned into the Conversing with Chris podcast. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Anchor app, or Google Podcasts. Also, guys, um, go to the Facebook page. If you search uh, under pages on Facebook, Conversing with Chris, the podcast, uh, you'll see our page there. Make sure to give us a like, give us a share. Thank you guys for your support. Three, two, one. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Conversing with Chris podcast. Today is February 19th. It is a Wednesday night here in El Paso, Texas. Wednesday evening, 6.06. It's a beautiful day here in El Paso, Texas. Today I'm joined by my friend Misael, a.k.a. Church. Say what's up to the podcast, Misa. What up, guys? What up, what up? (laughs) How you been, brother? Oh man, good, bro. Yo, honestly, like I haven't seen your ass in like it's been like five, or six <laughs> like six years, years, dude. But I've been in it contact. Been that long. Yeah, it's been a while since we were working at the mall. Yeah, I was going through puberty no, at that time. Another time. I know, but I can't remember that time. And that's what I told him earlier. <laughs> I know I saw you another time. But, oh, uh, at a bar. Okay. We did. Yeah, we saw him at a bar. You did. I don't yeah, ever. I don't bar? think I've ever been to a bar that I remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't go to bars. <laughs> What's a bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know who was with us, Jamie, and I was like, "Wait, you know this guy?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, of course I know. And then that's when I put <sighs> that. That's who you were talking about. I, I didn't know. It's that. probably another Mexican dude. <laughs> yeah, already, it was another friend. No. It was a Miguel, not a Misael. Yeah. No, no, no. Because I would call you Misael, but he would refer to you as Church. Well, because so that's then, his name. Okay. <laughs> His name is Church. It's not Messiah. It is. So that's what I'm saying. I didn't. I knew him on my own from the mall, but I didn't know that that's who you were talking about. That's yeah. what I mean. Well, it's me, guys. Well, what's up, guys? <laughs> I'm the real Church. Church is here. Welcome. If you're scared, go to me, Church. Yeah, that's right, guys. So what? So what do they call? Where did you get the nickname Church from? Because uh, I remember ever since, ever since I can remember meeting you, that's what people called you, Church. And until this day, I thought that was your name until you told me your name was Misael. Oh, dude, there's a lot of people out there still that, that call me church. It's See? kind of fading away now, but I actually got it when I was uh, a like seven bro. years old, bro, playing Peter Don't football. Don't you think nicknames can be a part of, like, identity, too? It like, depends what kind of nickname <laughs> yeah. you get. Yeah, yeah, depending on the nickname. Like, I mean, some nicknames are better than others. Cool because, it's like, like your nickname being Dick? It's like, no. Bro, yeah, no. Yeah. So how did you get the nickname church? Uh, playing pretty football, man. I had, I had a coach, coach. Uh, what was his name? Coach Milton. He was actually a coach at Franklin High School as well. But one day he's like, "What's your name, son?" And I was like, "Misa." He's like, "Misa." Like church, like church's chicken. I'm gonna call you church's chicken from now on. And it and it just went to church. And from then on, it's it's still church, it's still church, man. And people are like, "Dude, what? You go to church a lot? Are you holy? Are you some kind are of you like, spiritual holy guy?" And I'm like. What the fuck you think? Yeah, bro? yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. What do you think? Hell yeah. My name's Church. Saving all the way. Well, first off, bro, thank you for being on the podcast with us. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us on the Conversing with Chris podcast. For that, I'm going to crack this beer. Ah, uh, uh, yes, sir. Cheers to you. Damn, cheers, brother. Cheers to Damn, another episode of the Conversing with Chris podcast. In the background today is Lena. Also, in the backer background is Jocelyn. <laughs> you might hear her from time to time. Um, so let me take a quick drink really fast. 
Oh no, she's oh. cast. Oh, oh, he's oh, done. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's done. Sorry, guys. So, this is the end of it. Before we get going, before we do- deep dive into the podcast, uh, do you have any thoughts, criticisms for the podcast? Have you checked it out? What do you think of the episode so far? Uh, you know what, man? It's it's pretty dope as fuck. I've, I've actually been talking to him about Joe. He was here the last podcast. Um, yeah, shout out Joe, by the way. Shout out Joe me. Go follow him on Facebook. Bro, I see his face more than my kids, bro. <laughs> Being on that phone, like, God damn, yeah, bro. He stays on the yeah. Facebook. So, go, yeah, go follow Joe Memes if you want some good memes to laugh at. Yeah. And they are funny. They bro, are honestly. pretty funny, man. They're just pretty cool. He's, he's, uh, he, he's, he's a savage, bro. Yeah, he's a savage. He's, he's got the right connects in the meme world. Yeah. And it but, does brighten up my Facebook timeline every day. So, shout out to Joe for that. Most of it, man. I'm sometimes I, I I try to like block them just for like a week or so, yeah. just so I yeah. can miss them, you know. It's just, yeah, it's like, <laughs> just so that you can you can like yearn for them. Right, dude. Yeah, I wake up at one thirty in the morning every day, and the first person I see is fucking it's Joe. Joe. Yeah, like, it, actually, I would say nine out of ten times I open my Facebook app, like he fucking pops up. So actually, <laughs> let me do that right now. Let's test that theory right now, because I swear you to know, God, I'll do it too, man. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know what? The thing up. is, is, is I told Joe, man, if you were to get paid for that shit, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. Don't lie. Look, look, first person, my mother, ah! and then Joe Yo, dude, he's my second oh, one. Look, Like my first one's this one, and then my second one would be. Yep. There's Joe, Joe with a meme. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, for real, guys. Good. But uh, but yeah, man, you know what, bro? This, this podcast is cool, too. man. People should start listening a lot more and uh, keep doing this shit, dude. Wait, I, I appreciate it. Happen? It's under Joe memes, literally. Mm-hmm. I appreciate okay. that, bro. And like I said, thank you for being on this podcast. So let's get into it, dude. Um, I've known you since we were like elementary, middle school. I would say elementary. We all went to the same. Um, Lincoln Middle School, so that's kind of where a lot of us know each other. Yeah. Um, I I lost contact with you, I would say, in high school. Right. That's when we kind of, like, everything shifted. I went to Coronado. I believe you went to Franklin, if I'm correct. Why was that, bro? Uh, that's messed up, huh? I don't know, bro. I, I showed up choose. to Franklin my freshman year looking for Chris. <laughs> and I wasn't there. I was like, where the fuck is Chris, you know? I was supposed to be like there. And it's look, this yeah. whole time blue. I, I didn't know, man. I actually recently, maybe like four or five years ago, that I find out that he was your cousin. Yeah, shout out blue, my and cousin blue. I think he's been mentioned on the podcast three episodes. Oh, ago. really, blue? That's yeah. My boy blue. My boy blue. My boy blue. Shout out blue. But yeah, uh, we'll talk a little bit about blue later. I want to talk to you about how when you guys lived in uh, San Antonio and your apartment caught on fire. So oh. stay tuned for that. We'll get Jesus. into that. Don't even remind um, me. Talking. But yeah, what is what are like your I guess your first memories of me like growing up? You know what I think a lot about you is in middle school, and every time you come up, bro, it's like, hey, uh, there's Chris playing basketball. Let's go hit yeah, him up. See. You know, Joe being there. Yeah, dude. Everybody, I was always down with the sports, yeah. Look at and everyone, you. everyone was about it. It was like, yo, we're playing basketball or football. Well, if you think about it, that's all we had. We had no, yeah. no social yeah. media. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. That, those were the good old days, man. God dang. So, yeah, this takes us back to Lincoln Middle School again, similar to the path of me and Joe. Uh, it's kind of crazy how, like, you guys, like, we all kind of went, like, in this our own little way, but we're all still kind of, like, still, like, cool yeah, and chilling. That is so. Fun. And I also do thank social media for that, dude. I you think, know what? That's what I was going to say. I think Facebook bro. for that because, like, I think we're one of the first generations where we grow up and, like, if you added someone on your Facebook in high school – you can and you guys continue to use Facebook. 
you'll literally have a relationship for the rest yeah. of your life. But you know what, man? You know what I've mean? experienced that thing, you know, where, you know, you, you, you comment and you talk to people from high school and shit, even though you haven't seen them in years, and then you go and meet up with them and it's fucking awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah I do. You're not the same guy yeah. from Facebook, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, well, I haven't changed my profile picture in 12 years. You got years, fucking, you know? like, uh, catfished by yeah. your friend. <laughs> Somebody you thought you legitimately knew. Bro, I thought you were taller, you know? <laughs> well, I think a lot of that, too, is just, like, Depending on, like, if you really had a genuine relationship with that person, usually when I meet up with people that I haven't seen for years, it's like we were hanging out the day before. Like, literally, we we went to Phoenix last weekend, two weekends ago. Shout out to my Tony or my friend Tony. Um, (laughs) Tony Baloney. Yeah, shout out to my friend Tony. I hadn't seen him in person. We did a podcast episode, so I guess we kind of broke the ice. But still, I hadn't seen this dude in 10 years, bro. And literally, it was just like nothing, like just like how me and you kind of met up today. Right. Just like same game, just straight back to yeah, like bullshitting like and being cool. You know what I mean? Allows people an opportunity to also create false identities. That's true. You know, where they kind of perceive maybe they're a little bit more than what they are in real life. And then you go and you're like, well, this isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> you had a Ferrari in your profile picture, bro. <laughs> what? Where is it, dude? <laughs> uh, it's in the shop. Show up in a Prius and shit? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> It's in the shop, bro. You know, <laughs> gotta, you know, gotta keep that thing um, fucking running nice. You know, it's a Ferrari. I don't, I don't drive it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just for looks. I was borrowing it. It's my friends. <laughs> That's funny, dude. So, okay, so life is a lot of years of life have passed. Um, what's your life status right now? Do you have kids? Married? Where are you working at? What's going on with you? Fuck, man. Do I really have to say? No, 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 no. Just kidding. Yeah, man. You know, I'm... So, so depressing. <laughs> He's like, bro, you don't want to know. Uh, you don't. No, you know what, man? I, I'm, I have two kids. I've uh, been married for almost three years. Most amazing girl. Nice. I would have brought her, but somebody had to take care of the kids. True. <laughs> yeah, you see, but, that's um, weird, huh? With with kids, you always have to have someone to take care of. Yeah, you know. It's always that's one of those little problems that you never. Think it's actually of a big problem. Yeah. It's, it's, a, like, it's, it's a, like the main problem. Yes. It's like, hey, girl, what do you want to do tonight? It's like, I don't know. Let's find a sitter. It's like, oh fuck, never oh. mind. Let me, let me let me turn on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank God for TV. Jesus. Well, now there's like built-in babysitters into society. Imagine back in the day where you like literally like. Well, I think you had a babysit. People were also <laughs> like that's yeah. Locked the door and that's why babysitters were more, more prevalent back in the day. What like was? babysitters like i know p- there's people that babysit still but like i feel like people used to yeah. have a you know what's so crazy man is like i never had a babysitter like i was five years old home alone with my brother he's just like a year older than me and it's like i tell my wife my daughter's 10 years old and we talked like when would you feel comfortable to leave her yeah, yeah. She, yeah i was yeah, like maybe 13 you know 12 and she's like hell no maybe like 24 25 i'm like girl what, <laughs> what the hell 25, like 25 years she's old she's out of here by 15 you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy yeah that's yeah that is like what i think like Obviously, when you have a kid, obviously, you know, things are going to change and like you're going to start doing things differently. But I think that's one of the things that you don't think about now. You have to literally have somebody watch your kid. And not just that, man, but you have to feel comfortable and comfortable with somebody watching them. You can't like just like I mean, I guess you could, depending on how good of a parent you were, leave your kid with anybody. But most like um, logical, good parents will have to find someone that they trust to watch their kid. You know, yeah. they don't just leave their kid with anyone. Or if they do, they're constantly, like, checking on, like checking in, making sure everything's all right. So, 
I think that's one of the hidden problems when it comes to having children. But that's life, you know. But you know what? Once you do have kids, then it's not that hard to say no to going out, you know. Yeah, dude, wanting, of to, wanting to go out and stuff, and then, you, you know, you can't find a babysitter. It switches your priorities like, up, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's sometimes kind of like a good thing. And then also I think uh, a lot of people get like uh, – they – they strive to do better for themselves because they have kids now. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So because now somebody's somebody else's life rests in their hands, they strive to do better. And usually they, you know, uh, make something better for themselves because of they have it. Because it definitely have settled kid, you know me down, I mean? man. It definitely settled me down. Um, I've never been like too crazy, but. Uh, how old were you? So, okay. If she She's 10. So you were how old? 18, 19? Yeah. yeah. 19 right mm -hmm. okay so that's that's relatively young but that's not super young i know like people who had kids when they were like 16 15 yeah. 16 years old i think 19 you kind of have a chance at least you know what i mean <laughs> i've been in high school so that yeah. was a, that was a good part yeah, like, so i was, was done good. with high school you know but i was like out of school college i'll just have kids Yep. So yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like, Chris is like, that's not a bad idea. I was like, wait, hold on. Now I feel like getting out of college. Uh, that's funny, dude. So you went to fucking Franklin, and then so you had a kid. You graduated '09. Did you graduate '09? Okay, we graduated the same year, and then I said I'm gonna go to community college and not take it seriously, and I wasted like two years of my life doing that. So I. Pretty much was better off having a kid. <laughs> I did it, but I probably should have. Uh, I'm sure there's some on Craigslist, bro. Look them up. Yeah, I don't want to get into human traffic, human trafficking. You know what I mean? That would probably not be a good idea. We could just adopt like everybody else. Yeah, we can adopt. We can be like godparents, other kids, like, like cool I said, aunts I got two kids. You know what I'm saying? They're coming close. <laughs> they free 99 right now. Uh -huh. Hit me up. Buy one, one get one free. Buy one, get one free. So, what are the names of your kids, dude? Uh, my daughter's name is Isabella. My okay. son's name is Sebastian. You should have named them Church, dude. Imagine Bro. fire name. Church. Church. church hey, Church. Hey, church. Church. Get the fuck over yeah, here. I like, dude. Honestly, I don't know why. Like, I'm not like a spiritual person, or anything, <laughs> but I like your nickname, Church, dude. It's, you know what, man? It's a name that, like, like somebody will be like, "Why do you call him Church?" And I'd be like. Because That's my nickname is Church, bro. It's yeah. weird. Like the word church, the first thing I think is myself. Like, <laughs> it's like church. And I think of myself and all ripped and shit. Yeah, and dude, like looking good. The first, I don't think thing, <laughs> the first thing I think about when somebody says church is you. Not, I don't think about going I to mass. I know too. Yeah, I don't know about going to mass or like God or Catholicism or yeah. Christianity. And you know what? That's the thing, man. Like It's, it's like, like, where's my boy church at? Like Misa, <laughs> the nickname that I got, Misa actually means mass. Okay. You know, Misa Misa's like, vamos a la Misa. Let's go, yeah. to, let's go to the mass. So that's why know? that guy was like. So it's like, it's, it's not easy. So it's like, oh, so your name is Iglesia? <laughs> no, bro. It's, it's Misael. It's short for me. I had to explain this whole long shit. And they're still confused. So I was like, let me write it down for you, Dougie. <laughs> put a pen to paper here. Right. Man, you know? See if this helps you. And then I have shitty handwriting. So it's like, well, I still don't get it, bro. <laughs> Uh, try to convey something yeah, on a piece of paper when you have bad handwriting mm -hmm. is, is not going to work. Uh, that's funny, dude. So <clears throat> I noticed that your cell phone is broken there. What happened to that? Thing? Oh, dude, you know what, man? You know, you know what the funny part is? I've had this phone for like what? Like almost like over a year and a half. And when I got it, you know how that whole thing, every iPhone user has their fucking phone broken. 
yeah. screen broken, yep. you know? And I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. Never. You know, I, I bought this like thick Welcome ass otter box, man. you know, Welcome. protector and all this shit. And it worked for a while, man. I went Invest, to Vegas. Invested a lot of money in that. It did. I went to Vegas and I jumped in the pool with my phone in my pocket. So I took it out and I, I took off the, the how, case and everything. How intoxicated were you when you did that? <laughs> you know what the funny part? I wasn't. Oh my God. It was like early in the morning and the first thing is like, let's go to the pool. And I was like, fuck yeah. yeah like, we're in Vegas. I think that's what made it worse is that I was sober. Yeah. So you know how many times I've been so lit? Yeah, because if, if you're if you're like probably a little like hammered, you'd probably be doing shit on your phone. Yep. And you'd probably be like, oh, shit, I can't forget this. And I don't want to jump in the pool with it because it will ruin it. It cost me hundreds of dollars. But I guess that's the life choice that you made that day. So God, but, take it down. Life choice. Well, we're, we're going to get into that. He's still telling his story. <laughs> He's still Come telling on. his story. Oh so I noticed that it's cracked. So how did you crack no. it? All right, I man. Mean, obviously, so, jumping in the pool is not going to crack. No, it. right. So I took off. I took off. Well, unless the well, case. How for hard this. did you jump into the pool? Hit the bottom of the pool really hard. I missed the pool. I missed the pool. Or you, you tried to pool, jump in the pool it. and then you didn't. So it's, it okay. was a kiddie pool. Not <laughs> or what if you tried throwing it out and then you hit it on something? No, no. Oh, like midair, like yeah, midair, figure it out. Ooh. Try to chug it. I've done that. <laughs> and then my phone broke either way. So oh, what I did is I took it off the case. I wanted it to dry. You know, it still works. So I had not, but I, I forgot the case. You know, so. Uh, we ended up leaving, and I had my phone like that, and I was like, "Holy shit, you know, this shit's fuck. It's like soap in your fucking hand." Like, Dude. Why do they make them like this? Like, so they could break it, go no. buy one. Like, so that, put yes. some grip on the back or some shit. You know, like. That's Apple, exactly you need to hire right, me, though. man. I'll make you guys a man. No, you dude. Know, dude. You know what? You know. No, you know what? They're like, hey, dude. You know what? Good idea. But what we can do is make them pay for a case. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. You yeah. know what? Let's make it See? fragile as fuck. And then all the dumbasses who don't use a case, they'll be breaking their phones all the time. And then they'll get another one. And then they'll have to get other ones. We'll never be out of business. Exactly, bro. These guys are masterminds, <laughs> it's a dude. Market. The people, the people that run Apple and the cellular game in general are <laughs> fucking beautiful yeah, geniuses. Yeah, it is, yeah. Dude. Because these guys they are like they're not even monopoly masters. They're fucking yeah, and, monopoly. I like, and honestly, you know? people are like. People are like, well, I spend whatever the fuck on my phone because I need a phone. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, people, you break a phone, like, tomorrow you're going to go drop like $500 on this. Think almost. about this. People yeah. you know what all I mean? the time create leases or create like two year, um, what is it, contracts to pay off a fucking thousand, two thousand dollar phone. Nah, it's crazy, man. Is, it's crazy. Yep. Hey. Yeah, I recently bought a phone because I fucking. Oh. Being a dumbass, um, my, I told my I told my zone. friend after a heavy day of drinking. <laughs> I, I will, That's how you should start yeah. off first. And I will I will admit. I will admit it was a heavy we were day of drinking. So anyway, it was Saturday night. I'm leaving my friend TJ's house. I left his my phone in in his in his house. Which he lives in like a like a his bottom story is like a garage and then the top story is like a kind of like a condo. Yeah. Oh, I see. So he lives up there. I get to the car, realize I don't have my phone, I'm all wasted, so I go and I tell him to Yeah, I tell him to throw throw my phone. You did it. And let me guess you did it. I tell TJ he's gonna come up and get it. And then he gets back in the car. So I tell TJ, no, just throw the phone from the balcony. I'll catch it. No big deal. <laughs> I'm going to catch it. 
It's only a story fall. Like I'm drunk gonna, as fuck. Yes, but I'm gonna catch it. I was determined to catch it. I would say I have decent hands. I played a lot of football. I played a lot of basketball. Oh, I have good Jesus. eye coordination. <laughs> you wear glasses, bro. What are you talking about? Well, that's because of my astigmatism. <laughs> which we'll get into later. But um, so he uh, drops the phone. I'm looking up at it. And then <laughs> I somehow like, lose it in the midair because there's a bright ass light shining. So next thing I know, next thing I know, like all I hear is like a like a flat against the floor, and like my phone landed on its back and it had a case, but it landed so hard that it like shattered the motherboard. So the screen wasn't broken, but the. It was completely done. The phone was lost I'm for. I'm just laughing in the car. So I told him to turn the light off. Come on, you guys are both drunk. I don't know why you even thought that was a good idea. Well, come on, Chris. Didn't you play football in middle school? Exactly. Sometimes in life, you got to test your hands. Hey, it's man. Time. Oh, you got to go back on the yeah. field, dog. Get yeah. that shit. You know? anything, Odell Beckham Jr. style. Yeah. No, miss. Yeah, if anything, I need to. So we had to get him a phone. I need to get it in front of like a like one of those the football throwing machines, the passing ones, and just catch like a hundred. In a row, and, and then until I do a hundred, just practice. Yeah, you know, like just. Do to, we got any old phones, girl? Yeah, Bring yeah. them. Just to make sure that my hands are back to normal, dude. Because I never thought that would happen to me. And then the very next day, guess what? You got to go buy a phone. Damn. That soon, bro. I would say there's like pros to not having a phone. Some kind of like, if you think about it, nobody can like connect with you. No one can call you. No one can text you. And back in like. I would say no more than 20 years ago, that's how most of yeah. the people lived. Right. Nobody had a phone. Uh, smoke signals and shit. Yeah, fucking beepers, beepers and shit, pagers. <laughs> like, that was the closest thing. I mean, fucking people were making call, calls at, like, the telephone booths. Yeah, like Sending notes phones. to each other, yeah, like into a little heart. Yeah, like, I'm going to write my friend a memo. Like, you know what I mean? Let him know. Like, invite him cordially, invite him to my party this weekend. Dude, I hated that, man. Being in middle school, getting a little, you know, note, and it's all folded all nicely. It takes me forever. It rips and shit. Right when I open, it's like, hi. It's like, what? That's it? And then then you write back, right? You Hi. write back and then you put what's up and then you just fold it basically. And shit. then you and then you give it and, and you give it to a guy right behind you. Like, yeah, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But so I think I don't know if you break your phone, it's kind of like it sucks. I guess it depends but, on the person, man. Like for me, what sucks just because you know I have a wife and kids and yeah, but and like working, yeah, dude. Know, but people used me. to do that back in the yeah. day. You know what I mean? That's how people live. Miss is like, it's twenty twenty, doggy. Yeah, he's like, well, dude, fuck those people. Like, they're stupid. They should have gotten like a, on yeah. T-Mobile faster, like I did. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> you know what I do miss though? I miss those house phones, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Your landline. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. dude. I miss like the late. phone ringing and like everybody running to it. Yeah, everybody's like, is. yeah. And then, well, and then the other problem was like, okay, who's gonna answer this? Yeah. But usually, I what I would find is. Whoever was kind of expecting the call, they would answer it. And then they would be all pissed when it's not who they're yeah, expecting. They'd be like, oh, this is my fucking boyfriend. This is fucking grandma. Here, fucking talk God to God damn it, grandma. God damn it, grandma. And call later. And, and hang up fast because I don't have call waiting. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> For real, bro. Remember when people hey, would tie up your line because you were on the yeah, phone? Bro. Or, or, or you would call someone people, and it'd be a busy signal, bro. Or having to take people out of the phone to use the internet. Yes, like, dude, 
God bless the internet, dude, because imagine if we were still rocking with dial-up right now. Bro, you know what's crazy is that we were born, like, so much, the technology has been advanced so much just in our lifetime. From no internet, when we were born, there was no fucking internet. Yep. Well, I mean, the internet was around. It was just not, it was only used. Chris, by, like, it wasn't some... around, Chris. <laughs> it was used. I'm telling you right now. Used. All right, I have documentation. Watch, bro. Let's see. When was the internet born? Let's see. 1994. Invented. 1983. 1983, you see? Recognizable. Okay, the online world took in more. Recognizable for 1990. Being able to access a search engine. Well, yes. But they've had internet before that was used by, like, the government and scientists and shit. And then what happened was eventually, like, the technology of the internet like not i don't know how it got sold or it ended up in the hands of certain people that developed programs like aol and like you got me yeah and ways to browse the internet like remember the first like set of aol that you ever had it was super basic you couldn't really right. do much yeah you know and anything you try to do would take a lot of time because you were on dial-up so just seeing from where that came from the birthplace of the internet in public use to where it is now to where literally we have walking one, around two, three, four, it, five, six devices connected to the Wi-Fi right now. It's ridiculous and it's crazy. But it shows you how far like our advancements have come in technology, which it's pretty you know, cool though, but at the can't same complain time complain about that. At the same time, I'm, I'm I feel like sometimes I'm getting to a point where like like I don't really follow technology. Like I have an iPhone. And I don't really use it to its fullest potential. Yeah, you're it's not, just like yeah, Joe yeah. memes, and that's it. And, and <laughs> calls from my and from Instagram. My wife and yeah, and Instagram. all kinds of shit. Like that's what blows my mind. Like, dude, I was, I, I used to turn like the main reason I didn't like iPhones is because on like Android you could get emulators, turn your fucking phone into a Game Boy, bro, and play all the games like all the games that you wanted from your Game Boys. And so you're not there playing, yeah. But then you have some like, and then I see people playing Candy Crush, and they're like (laughs) on level seven thousand five hundred and fifty six, and they're like crushing it, literally. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, bro, you could be playing a game that is so more more like in depth and like cooler and like has more of a purpose than fucking crushing candy or slicing fruit or whatever the fuck these games are. Yeah, but. So that's why I didn't like iPhone, but now I'm on iPhone. But I feel like I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to be one of those old people that like that can't use technology. Use it. Dude, no. Dude, there's some people at my work. They're like, I don't even text, bro. Like, I don't fuck with texting. I don't know how. Like, you guys are stupid for doing it. And just call me if you really need me, bro. (laughs) I have this guy that I work with. His name's uh, Oscar. He's our electrician. And this dude's like maybe like 58 around there. And this dude comes in every morning with newspaper. You know, and this guy has an iPhone, like an iPhone 6 or something. So, you know, you, you don't have to waste money on that shit. You can, no, man. I, all I know is how to press a call dial. And and the first one is my wife. And that's all and I that's need to it, call. Bro. <laughs> He's awesome. Like, is like, yo, call. come here. So let, let me see your phone. Dude. Let me he had like a hundred and bro. something messages on red, you know, like all this shit. Like, bro, what? Like 7,000 emails that weren't open. My like, grandpa? He's, no, he's older, but Dude, he has I have. an iPhone watch. He's like, yeah, some people he comes can to adapt the house, to it. he upstates not only his shit, but my grandma's shit. He has all her shit ready to go. They look at, look at my iPhones. emails. Oh, my <laughs> I was going to show you that. Where are you at? What's your email account? 7,188. No. Read mine. 
We're 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 we're, 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 we're thirty six thousand today. Oh my god. Three hundred and eighty two. Oh, oh, fifteen thousand. Oh, oh my god. 36, I don't feel that 000. bad no okay. more, bro. Dude, my wife well, is okay. always like clearing her Well, yeah. no, dude. Honestly, look. Yeah. And honestly, my my email has been shared by fucking all these companies. Obviously, like they have liberally, liberally, like shared it. They're like freely shared it because I have. You get, to, a, you get an email from adult I, videos yes, like have, we've missed you this week, yes, Chris. I've had thirty six thousand unread emails. How does that happen? And that's and that's how it happens. Your email is just getting shared. Yeah. Just like, oh hey, put this guy on our well, email list. Let's send him a... some fucking sales on shoes or a lawnmower. You know what <laughs> I mean? There's probably also a lot of Autobots, but the thing. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Um, see, like, like all that shit, bro. Like when I, your privacy when there's watch. breaches. That's okay, what let's see. Quicken Loans, Bill Desk, Natalie at SeatGeek, Twin Peaks, Airbnb, uh, Experiment, <laughs> Splendid Sun. Yahoo, Pizza Hut, <laughs> Hotels.com, Olive Garden, Academy Sports and Outdoors, oh, Sonic. Bro, dude, I have like Ray a Harmony. Subway, <laughs> I got University Secret. Uh, what else? Guitar Center, HBO Go, Southwest Airlines, GCU. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, you care? don't have GCU anymore. Uh, just so many Wendy's, oh, exactly. Jesus, Instacart. <laughs> oh, God, I don't wow. know, man. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, bro. So, well, I'm glad to know that everybody's email is getting shared. So I'm not the only one. It's just a matter of time until all yours get shared. Just See, what I time. wonder is, like, when, when will it stop? When can you not receive any more emails? It's crazy to think that people just, like, get up and be like, oh. Obviously, it's not stopping. Can I get your, hey, girl, can I get your email? <laughs> Yo, let me get your screen name on AIM, bro. I'll hit you, you up. You got a MySpace? Yeah. Remember that shit? Holy MySpace. shit, dude. That's like right now. There you go. Oh, That's like MySpace. Exactly. You see, that was like the best part about it. Yeah. It's like you open the you open your page and you have your song. We were all coding and shit. Like we knew the background. You can put a badass background, and you know what's the funniest part though Everybody is having like those top friends. Yes. You get mad at somebody's like, "Fuck this guy. He's off my top list." You know what, Chris? Dude, I'll put you. I'll put you on number five this time. I had a I had a top thirty two because I thought I had a lot of friends. But anyway, guys, I had like a top three, and it was always like my siblings. Oh my god! So just because it was snitched to my mom if I didn't. Oh. Nah, just kidding. No, shout out to my siblings. What up, guys? So we're gonna take a quick break, guys, and we're gonna get back onto the podcast. We're gonna talk about life as an as an airport mechanic, Kobe Bryant, and NFL thoughts. Conversing with Chris. Rewind. It's a simple life lesson here. Yeah. What you you got to learn. You got to learn how to ride the bike before you race. Yes. Okay. Because if you don't know how to ride the bike, oh, you're not going to be able to race. What are you doing right now? So use that. Translate it into different aspects of life, and you'll see where you get. Before you know it, you're crossing that finish line, baby. You're winning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what? You want us to ask you a question? What? You guys are complaining. Let's see what you come up with. I can't come up with anything. I don't think I can. I don't have a laptop in front of me. These questions. You can use mine. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, it's see? like. Touche. 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 All right, guys. We're back with the Conversing with Chris <laughs> podcasts. 
Misael, aka Church, what it do? is still here with me. So is Lena and Jocelyn in the backgrounds. Uh, they're doing homework. Shout out to academics. <laughs> Shout out to Utah. School's for fools. School is for fools. <laughs> Unless you can't get a good job just without <laughs> a degree. So then you have to go get a degree so you can get a better job because you want to get paid more than what you get without one. <laughs> but then you have to pay for your school. Yeah, but that's why you take out love. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's it's complete bullshit. That's what anyway, I'm so all right, dude. So we have a couple of topics we want to touch uh, play uh, touch down on. I guess um, we talked about my cousin Blue. Um, well, that's one of your best friends. I know you guys were living out in San Antonio. What circa 2000. 15, 16? No, bro. That was actually 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's already yeah. 2020. Christ. So 20... I came back 2019, the beginning, I think, around this time. All right. So no, 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 no. Two years ago. So why did know. why did you? Oh, I don't even know anymore. I can't remember. So why did you guys move to San Antonio in the first place? Well, actually, he had moved. He had um, his daughter had moved out there, so he got a job delivering for Amazon, making good money, man. True. Shout out to Amazon. So I was a. Uh... As you know, I was a security guard at Sullen Park Mall. Shout out <laughs> to the three stores left. Dude, I feel so bad for that. To the ancient Sullen Park Mall. Yeah, we're going to get into some mall There's security guard stories a, a little bit shit. later. We're going we're gonna to talk, talk about your Paul Bart days. The best. See, oh, see what see what good stories, stories we can you know, uh, Jesus. But yeah, man, um, he, he offered me a job. And, and I was pretty much tired of working there. I was working with my father-in-law as well. So I talked to my wife and I was like, you know what, let's move out there. Wait, the security is your father-in-law? No. No, it was another job. job. Yeah. Oh, another okay, job. okay. Yeah. I was like, that dude's your father-in-law? <laughs> no, dude. Oh my God. Right? But, uh, but yeah, I ended up moving out there by myself, took everything with me, and just worked there for about nine months probably. Did you did you like? It? <laughs> well, we're gonna get into this after now. But nah, did, you know, did you like it out there that time? You, you know what, man? It was it was different, dude. I've never lived outside of El Paso. True, oh, okay. me neither, bro. I'm from Benton. I'm kind of scared. I hail from the Oaxaca parish convict of the Immaculate Heart Sisters, yeah. Lady Mountains of Guadalupe, <laughs> known as Benton. Known as Benton. Yeah, Benton slash Benton slash Westway. How many? Look up Benton's population to Moyarty's population. Well, Benton isn't like well, it's because it's kind of it's kind of like like it's not kind of the same though. Too, so I'm no, but it's not the same because it's literally like two thousand people in Benton. Okay. But there's way more people there because illegals. <laughs> no. Well, not only well, yes, yeah. but uh, I mean, Vinton is literally like just you go to Vinton and you don't even know you're in Vinton because it's like already incorporated into El Paso. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's not the same where Moyarty is like secluded where you have to drive 45 minutes yeah through. but as we run you know I mean? more yardy like i felt i thought it was separated no like no no, you have no benton is literally like if you blink you pass it like straight up you know what i mean <laughs> it's, exit. it's yeah well it's a small little like okay. it's just a small little like cut out little part so yeah, of el paso small, right yeah. because benton is in el paso county so mm. you know what i mean it's like it's just a small little part but anyway so <laughs> back to nowhere <laughs> Back to life in San Antonio. So you didn't really like it over there? Um, it was just a big life change at first, man. But Unless you're alone. Like, that's hard. Yeah. I mean, you Not when you're with your boy Blue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fun and all that, you know. And 
But at the same time, my plan was to try and move out there, you know? So yeah. I knew that that's what it was going to be like at first. But I got used to it. The crazy part is just how the driving out there, guys. It's like some shitty drivers here, but just imagine this three times going like everybody 80 miles an hour. Yeah. No. You know, like, that's it's, true. it's insane out there. And I was, a, I was a delivery driver, you know? So I drove that's this like big ass 10 foot van. Dude, I would have hated my life, dude. But it was fun, though. You know what, man? It was different. It was fun. It was challenging, it was challenging until until our apartment caught fire, man. <laughs> yeah, so what happened with that, dude? Yeah. How did that happen? Well, okay, we... we so so this is like an apartment complex, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, it, and it's like, a, it's like in sections. In each section, you have two big buildings next to each other and have apartments. And it's three levels. We lived on the left side of one on the third level. And... It was really right after work, you know, we, we got home, we ate dinner and showered up and we we're just sitting down watching TV, smoking a joint. And usually we, we closed, we opened my, my balcony door, but it was cold. So it was like, fuck this, it's cold. Fuck the cold. <laughs> and I was like, all right, fuck it, you know, so we closed it. So we're smoking, you know, 15 minutes later, Blue's all like, bro, there's like a lot of smoke to this little joint, right? <laughs> and while he's moving his hand, you know, pointing at the smoke, he points to the front door and... Above the front door, we have a vent, and it's like right when he pointed at it, it's like somebody turned on a, a leaf blower, and she was like black smoke, like poof, started coming in like crazy. And I was like, "What? Like, dude, what, this shit's good, bro. Like, what's in this? You know, like, no, I ran, I ran to the door, I opened the door, and there was literally flames on the ceiling, you know, already on the side of the door. The neighbor, the neighbors, front door neighbors, was like." Yeah. So let's get out of here, Doug. Yeah. Stop, stop dropping roll. Yeah. And then those are like, but we're on the third floor. And I was like, fuck, jump. <laughs> so it. what did you, you guys ran down or what? Yeah, man. Actually, um, I grabbed my backpack right away and, and Blue ran to his closet. And so I started running down and halfway through, I looked up and Blue wasn't following me. Blue ran and grabbed the weed. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, He went to grab his wallet and it's true. Know, shit. Yeah, and I looked up exactly. and he wasn't coming down yet and, and literally the staircase was already falling down. Oh, what you the know? fuck? I'm like, it's fucking crazy. And, and, then, and then I was like, I'm yelling, blue! Blue! <laughs> I can still hear myself yelling blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And next thing you know, it's just blue. And I don't know if you guys have seen blue. This guy... He's athletic, man. This guy has yeah. He's this dude, yeah. This guy's an animal, and this guy's just out of the first step, just jumped, jumped, you know, skipped all the steps. He landed past me, jumped all those steps, and then he ran all the way down. By the time I could even process all that shit, he was already yelling at me like Misa, and I was like, oh shit, now I'm gonna die, you know, like. Man, yeah, dude. It's a start real fast. Yeah, and, and literally yeah, uh, straight up apartment fire, bro. Uh, and the problem was that we had a vacant apartment on the first floor, and the 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 water heater or some shit. This was at least nobody hurt. Shit started from the bottom. And did any like so? Obviously, there's a lot of damage done to the complex. You guys lost all your stuff or what? Yeah, literally all our stuff. <laughs> Like everything. Dude, that shit's crazy. Everything. Now you know what it feels like to fucking have like a tornado or something just roll. Oh, dude, that's terrible, man. And not just that, but I mean, we had neighbors, you know, we had neighbors too. And we had a neighbor to our right. But I mean, it was just in a hurry. We didn't even know if he was home, you know. And and so when we got downstairs, we, we saw him come out to his balcony and his balcony was facing the parking lot where we're at. And there was no way for him to come out, you know. True. We felt shitty, you know, we could have ran out there, but actually we couldn't have, you know. It's, 
and at the same time you're not thinking about all that shit. yeah fight yeah, or flight you're bro. fight or flight you're fucking in. you're yeah. out skis but luckily man um firefighters get paid to be the up, heroes bro. bro but you know what's crazy is like before Shout the out. firefighters showed up and i lived in a section in san antonio where it's called uh, medical there's all these hospitals around that's where nick lives no yeah, he lives in that district too that's cool but the thing is is i get a text from my friend and he's all like no he gave me a call and he's like yo bro are you at home right now and i was all like yeah bro my apartment's on fire he's like dude i know we see it on tv and I was like, dude, the firefighters aren't even there yet. And I was yeah. like, oh, then there's a helicopter already. Already yeah, like, scoping it out. Yeah, dude, that shit was crazy, man. Yeah, but what the fuck? The firefighters aren't even here. There was, a, there was, an, there was an yeah. older man that had lived there since like the 60s or since it was built. He's like, that's a third fire I go through. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's like, guys, it's your fault, bro. motherfucker. Dude, if I was that guy, I would have dipped the fuck out yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. Have so, a yeah, fire so break then, out and then you just move back into the place. Like, yeah, I'll be good. <laughs> Twice. So from then, I a uh, few few weeks later, I moved back over here. Yeah. And then luckily, I got a job right away at the airport. True. Oh, that's good. Isn't it crazy how since? things fall into place and yeah. how things? And watch this crazy. Thing. Well, yeah, I guess not. Well, if you think about it, like I'm glad my fucking no, I'm not fire. saying no. Well, check this out. It's crazy. I'm a firm believer on a personal level that good or bad, everything places you exactly oh, yeah. where you're meant to be. Oh, definitely. And that's sure. what I believe. Right. Like my my whole life, my whole plan, shit, everything that I had changed completely. He's all. You know? yeah, I showed up, you know, I showed up, I showed up without a job, you know, thinking like, fuck, what am I going to do now? You know? Yeah, but yeah. Luckily, I got a job right away. But the crazy part is, you know, uh, my sister had gotten a brand new car. Shout out to my sister, Vivian. Mm-hmm. What it do? <laughs> and uh, so she had a she she had a, a little two door Honda Civic, and she's all like, "I want you to have it." And I was like, "My little sister gave me a car." Hell yeah, you know. Yeah. A month later, I was uh um I went with a buddy. We we're gonna go get my wife something. I think it was our gonna be our anniversary or some shit like that. And I got we got back to his place. I parked and I and I locked the car. And, and this car was black, right? So we're in my buddy's room, and then his his mom comes in. And he's all like, "Do any of you guys drive a, a blue car?" And we're like, "No." He's like, "Cause it's on fire out there." And I was like, "Oh shit, okay, let's go check it out." And I go, and it's black. It's my car, and I'm like, "Yeah, what?" I looked at her, and I was like, "It's black," you know, like. <laughs> and it's crazy, you know, it, a total loss. Yeah. As well. How did that happen? Um, I recently my sister had gotten a. a Battery change, and they, she got it at Pet Boys or something, something like that. Yeah, don't go to Pet Boys already. Yeah. <laughs> before she gave it to me, you know, and, and that was like maybe a month or two before. And but that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so well, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then what happened? And then, um, actually, right before I parked, um, we were listening to the radio and it and it glitched. It kind of went out and then came back on. I'm like, what the fuck? But you know, whatever. I locked it, turned it off. And actually, where the fire started was right there by the battery. So it's an electrical, it's an electrical issue, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's a total loss. And that's just that. So the the fire department shows up, and at this time, well, I feel like we're gonna just light my hood. On fire, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, should we just go to the middle of the street, yeah, guys? No, yo, man. Get the slider out of here. This was like what, two years ago, probably. Now. Yo, get the hose. <laughs> Oh my god! Might have to put a fire out right now. Shit! Speaking of, where's my lighter? <laughs> <laughs> but not nah, man. And then the fire department shows up, and at this time it was just like my hood, everything, you know. 
And these guys show up, and it's only like three of them. It, it was kind of weird. And one of them was just supervising. So two guys come out, and and you could tell right away they're training. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're like, like, oh, fucking shit. training. You know, and I'm over here like, bro, hurry! <laughs> it's locked. Like, like they didn't let me get close. You know, and I had my wallet in there and shit too. You know, I'm like, oh, come on. You know, and then they go and they, they get the hose ready and they go and nothing. It took them like twenty some minutes. To, and they're like, sorry, man, we're having a water issue. Yeah, there's no water here. But he's all like, but nah, man, by the time we even got here, your, your car is done. You know? So I'm like, yeah, but still, I got, I got shit. I'd like to see some urgency. But uh, luckily, the, like, the everything's The firefighters yeah. to show up. They're like, oh, hey, it's my first day, bro. Yeah. I'll be right with you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, cars raging crazy, on man. fire. He's like, man, that's a big fire, bro. But how are they going to get more experience than no, yeah, that's, that's, that's there, yeah. Like, you know, but I mean, they should have yeah, brought out more than just them to, well, like, have some yeah, backup. Like, okay. like, like, like even the guy that was in charge, like, know, supervising. I'm sure yeah. you can't have, a, like, a training where you set this random car on fire and, like, <laughs> have them put it out. It has to be a, yeah. a real person's yeah. car in real life <laughs> that you're training on. Like, come on. Yeah, man, it's, it was. They could have done. I mean, it sucked for me at that very moment just because it's, I was freaking out you know it's just yeah, like yeah, these guys yeah. just seem all chill about it you know like if they would have been freaking out as well you yeah, know like yeah, i would have yeah. been like at least they're trying you know no, they're like it's a nice fire you got there bro. <laughs> feels good but now rubbing their hands and feeling it they're like nice man <laughs> hey what year's this car bro that's nice it's a nice car yeah, my bad <laughs> bro those are some fresh ribs imagine if you're hadn't given it to you yeah you know and what say she just went to get it like regular upkeep and kept it imagine it caught fire with her in it exactly not just that but i i thought to myself too like what if i had it parked next to like my crib like i i, I live in this little townhome and we have our patio and our fence is a wooden fence and it, literally my car is right next to that you know like it could have been me getting off, you know, and not noticing that after my patio goes off, and then it could lead up to my roof, like not for fires. But in like, that one day, you were somewhere else. Yeah, dude. it could have happened in the middle of the freeway, bro. You know, it's it's. You think a lot about all that. You yeah, know, yeah. I yeah. saw a car on, on fire on on the top of Trans Mountain, and that shit was kind of scary. I was like, "Yo, uh, are we gonna do anything about this? Because all the cars are just all the cars are just flowing, traffic's moving." And then this guy is on his phone, just like, I wonder who he's talking to. And he's like, uh, hey, man, I'm going to be late. Bro. I'll be about no, no, 15 minutes I late. I know, but I'm like, I'm just kind of like thinking like, wow, that guy's in a bad like dilemma right now. His whole, like, I, like, Yo, I Jamal, some... I just played your mixtape, dog, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the freeway. He should have told me that shit was fire. <laughs> nah, bro, no. <laughs> Dude, uh, I felt so bad for the guy because I was like, you're going to be here for a while. You're not driving that car back home. <laughs> it's like a total loss, bro. And that, but then everybody, I'm sure there's people that were driving on Chad's Mountain. Just thinking the same thing you were too. Like, or, they didn't, yeah. or they didn't even notice. They're like, fuck it, bro. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck that guy. He probably deserves it. Fuck his fire. Yeah, man. At his car. That's exactly what the neighbors face. It's a Hyundai like, trash. Looking at my car burning. <laughs> a couple came out. Like, nobody was outside. And then both of them came out. And they were sitting down in the room. The front door is just drinking tea. They're like, hey, you got a cigarette? <laughs> Go light it on that thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, man, can that's I leave my so car good. here? It's like, that's cool. Wait, so your car caught on fire after or before your car caught on fire? No, after. What? Maybe, like, that's what I'm two saying, months dude. after. Yeah. 
So no fires since? No. Okay, good. Ooh, so we're in the clear. So we've been fire-free yeah. for a few years. <laughs> yeah. That's good, man. That makes me feel Except good. Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's, it was a life changer, man. It was a little, I don't know. That's so scary. So you start I mean, you start thinking religious, you know? Like, I've never been a big religious. My family was. I believe in it, but yeah. I don't follow it all more than but But shit like that makes you think of that, you know? It makes you... Like, why was I spared? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I guess we're, we feel the same I way. I feel like... Grew in up in the religious situation. Yeah. Like accidents where it's scary because it just makes you question, like you said, like that what if, like what if it was worse? What if it mm-hmm. went this way? What, you know? But for me, I personally feel humbled because it's like maybe it doesn't like strengthen my faith, but it probably just makes me more believe like there is like a higher something out there. And it yeah, wasn't definitely. my time yet, yeah. you know, like that's I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me here. <laughs> like, what are the odds? Yeah, like, you know? and then it kind of maybe humbles you in a way for me like okay like try to be better like if you were given an opportunity to be a better person and you're still kind of just doing your shit like you know no yeah yeah. so for me it's for sure humbling i'm all right so yeah man i mean after that it's just i i luckily like maybe like two weeks after i called back from san antonio i started working at the airport and i've been there ever since and it's chill man so yeah. Never been to be so that close to like an airport, yeah, like, like so, I mean a plane. Yeah, are you like like what do you do <laughs> like exactly like? I'm a I'm a mechanic man. Uh, pretty much maintenance. You do um, maintenance on like the conveyor systems. No, no, I don't do anything with planes. Oh, okay, I, I take care of that. Uh, the conveyor system the conveyor that takes belts. your luggage. Yeah, and takes it all the way to the extra machine. So then we would have we should have said what's up to him when we went to the airport. Yeah, I mean I have access to go out through like the planes and on. It's it's pretty crazy. To know. be that close to those big yeah. ass places. Loud, man. Like, loud. And... Church. Nah. Church. Church. <laughs> I wave at the people showing up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you? Hey, guys. Welcome, welcome to the to show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know what, man? There's, there's, there's a lot of luggages out there that smell like shit. Really? You know, it's crazy. It makes me think, like, how does a luggage literally smell like shit? Well, depending on where they're coming from, like, right. I mean, and then yeah. some of these, you could tell these people hadn't traveled in a long time and oh. don't bother cleaning. It's but it so smells like, shit. like, like body odor, like, dude, like, literally, like, like someone, someone, someone wiped their ass. Okay, yeah, because I don't it. understand. Yeah, I, I feel like think? I feel like my luggage they wouldn't. Smell. <laughs> I mean, dude, a lot of them, like, well, some of them smell like like uh, detergent. You know, their their clothes. Yeah, because that's what I'm so. thinking. Because anytime like we go and we have like luggage, it's just a bunch of clothes, so it just smells like fucking yeah. detergent. We had a guy or once, like shampoo or whatever. It was a bag that got stuck, so it's also our job to go and clear it. And this guy had gone up there and he went to clear it, and he. Ended up getting literally shit on his hand. You know, it's like, dude, how, bro? Like, <laughs> Somebody sat on the conveyor God, belt man. and was like, let's yeah. see, let's see what but we you can know do. What it here. makes me think of is that, like, um, rollaways and stuff like that. Rollaways and stuff like that. Um, they touch the floor, so it's like they're susceptible oh, no, yeah. to whatever's on the floor. Yeah. And then, you know what's crazy, man, and what sounds also really cool is, is the sound of, like, helicopters. There's, like, a little section right next to the airport which just deal with helicopters, Ooh, you know? Yeah, and that thought, man, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, bro. Yeah. So, Kobe Bryant. yes, on that note, <clears throat> we have I haven't had a podcast since the passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, that happened on January 26th, 26th of this year. Um Let's take a quick little moment of silence for our boy Kobe here.
All right, so Church just <clears throat> shot a nice Kobe J, and he made it. So shout out to Kobe. Um, Kobe. I think the I think the biggest takeaway I I, I have from from everything that happened um, with the the helicopter crash that not only killed Kobe and his daughter, but also you know some other people that were on the helicopter with them. Right. Um, it was really sad. I remember you know watching Kobe when growing up and. Um, Man, I used of, to hate Kobe, bro. Well, honestly, yes. <laughs> so, okay, but in that re- because I respect yes, him, I didn't like good, Kobe bro. as a player, dude, because he was so good. Yeah, exactly. And the Lakers were so good, and they would always beat the Spurs. They would always beat everybody else. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I feel like this is yeah. how I'm going to feel about Tom Brady. Yeah, you know dude, I mean? exactly. Yeah, as yeah. bad as it sounds, but yep. I feel like that's how I'm going to feel. But, I mean, the one thing I, I like that I take away, which is, like, the saddest part is – just being in that moment where you're with your daughter in that situation, things are starting to go bad and you're literally powerless and you know, like what's coming, you know, like what the outcome is going to be. Right, at that's that just point. for you, but for your daughter. Yeah. And so like, you have to kind of like, I don't know what you do in that situation. Like, 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 I don't know how you it's would feel fast, you know? like, what, like I don't, it's, it's a crazy situation to be in. And then, it happens, and now everybody's just looking back and and reflecting on the career he had, um, all everything that he went through as a as a basketball player on and off the court, and it's given us a chance to reflect on him as a person. But one thing that I think is is that nobody is really talking about is the direct impact he had on the way that the game is played today. Oh, well, definitely, man. Because like he was. The Michael Jordan to so many other people who never got to see Michael Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. And when you have that impact and you have that presence in society, like you're going to leave a legacy, which is why you yeah. saw when everything happened, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all flooded with Kobe news, everybody reaching out, showing their remorse. Like, a really, know, man, it's just like how it every, every sport is, bro. Every sport since the beginning has always evolved. Yes. You know, and Kobe Bryant is one of those guys that established a certain type of game. Yeah. You know, it's just how Michael Jordan changed. The yeah. Game. It's this like they game. evolve the like, game. Right. So there's only certain people that do that. Not everyone does that. So luckily me and you, everyone our age, we live through the Kobe prime yeah. and, and no wonder we hate him. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. of how good he was, dude. And like how badass Kobe was. And when he gave you that look, yeah. that stare, that when you know, anything he's putting up is going in yeah. and that Mamba, mentality that he created this brand for himself like it's it's an awesome thing of course my condolences to his family everybody on the helicopter but it's one of those scenes where until this happens a person like this will not get fully appreciated the way that they deserve to be and that's true man because if you think about it if this would have happened when he was in the 70s how, how how big of an impact would have been to people you yeah, know? and then a lot the younger generations are like, oh yeah, no, Kobe, yeah. you know, it's We've not, it's not him, the same you know? thing. Like, and so it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a weird twist where like when you go out kind of not still because I mean he's still in the prime of his life. He's not in the prime of his basketball career anymore. But when you go out when you're not supposed to go out in the sense that he did, um, it gives people the chance to actually say, Hey, look back and appreciate um who he was as a person, what he's contributed to society the impact he's had on society and the legacy that he's going to leave. Um, it's a very, very sad, devastating story. Um, I, 
you know, it sucks that it happened, but it, it also should just like instill in everybody. Like you need to appreciate like life, like in the moment, because next thing you know, maybe not on the helicopter, but you're driving down I-10 right. and you get slammed in into and that's it. Or in your sleep. Yeah. You have a brain aneurysm, something happens, boom, you're done, dude. And then now everybody has to deal with, you know, deal with that and imagine what his family's going through and the problems that Man, they're going to face. See, that's what hurts me, I think, the most. You know, yeah, Kobe is, is it's a big part of our lives. You know, it's, it's our culture growing up, you know, if, if you're into sports, obviously. Yeah. But thinking now, you know, about his wife and, you know, not losing a daughter and at the same time she has a, a baby still. Yeah, he just had a baby recently. Know, like, and, like, I can't, like, I mean, obviously you can draw more from the losing a daughter because you have right. a daughter. I don't have a daughter, but just just uh, you don't need to have a daughter right. to, you, you know, realize this, the significance of the loss. But what I don't like, like what I what I'm afraid of or what I don't like to see is these people where their estate or all that they've worked for gets run down right. or it falls into the hands of the wrong people. The money starts greed. getting greed takes over. Yeah. Yes. And that's how these sits. This is the type of situation that breeds ultimate greed, especially with somebody like Kobe, who's worth millions and millions of dollars. And you just hope and pray that the family will not have to go through anything like that. And that everything he worked for, you know what, man, I have a you know big I mean? feeling that it won't. No. And just that's because of Kobe. It's just because of who he was. Uh, like, the, Dude. The, the and that's guy. the thing is it never really does, dude. It never really works the way that you thought it would. Right. And the greed and the corruption and everything Always associated with it usually seems to come, come out in some way. You'll see a lawsuit. Somebody seen suing somebody like, do you remember Stuart Scott from ESPN? No. The anchor with the eye. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he, when he passed away, <laughs> with the eye, well, with the glass eye, he, he had a glass eye. Not a lot of people knew that. He passes away, and within I think about four or five years, his estate was correct, completely bankrupt. Damn. You know what I mean? And he he didn't make Kobe money, but you're the head anchor for ESPN Sports Center for years, and you've been with ESPN, and you're the the face of ESPN. You make some change. You make some good coin. You know what I mean? Damn. So. To see that happen, it just broke my heart. I even shared like an article on Facebook about that that I saw. Uh, you know what? And I never thought about it, man. And, and hopefully it doesn't come to that. You know, it's just. But I think eventually, I mean, maybe not sooner, but maybe, you know, as time goes by, it's just how people forget about shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, people move on to new things. And it's, it's so it, it's crazy to see just like. What like, about. What do you think? What What are your thoughts on on that whole people want to change the NBA logo? Well, I don't. I don't think you change the NBA logo because of this. Because it, you know, if he doesn't pass in this manner, you don't think about changing the NBA logo. Right. You know what I mean? It's circumstantial. So the NBA logo is bigger than you know. Like, Who is that? Jerry West. It's Jerry West. You know, and he's been the NBA logo forever. I mean, yeah, you could say like. Yeah, we need to update the logo, whatever. But that's part of the history of the NBA. And that's part of their story and how they've been such a successful league for years. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think you can just mm-hmm. up and change change something that iconic to Kobe Bryant, who is just as iconic. Yeah. But it's all circumstantial. Like if he had passed at 85 in bed with his family – at a side, it's different. We don't have this conversation. But I think it's just it's. It, I think it would be cool because in a way, 
in a, in a very big way, he was very much a part of the story of the NBA. So it's like maybe See, that's yeah. what they're saying. And also and the fact that he did pass like this. Yeah, like, would make a big deal well, about it. You know I what I mean? Maybe that I I agree because it's like when when people die younger, and it for me personally, I'm like fuck. Like I think about what they could have done, and that's like kind of like he wasn't finished yet. So it's like maybe that's why the logo is such a big part of it because they want to honor that part of him. You well, know what I well, mean? Well, they honored. They already have started honoring him. They they MVP. changed the All Star Game Award MVP to the Kobe Bryant MVP Award. So they're gonna honor honor him in that way. So I mean, you know, they're gonna do all they can. Um, that's good. So yeah, definitely. I think you know on on the uh, just to re- recap, recap the Kobe theme. Oh, bro, I'm check always this out. gonna throw Before every I time I throw a fucking paper at a trash can. I'm gonna yell at Kobe. All yeah, the but time. if you miss, you deserve an ass beating. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So now, nah, dude, check this out. Actually, uh, when when Kobe passed, I was in the middle of the desert. Um, shooting around with my stepdad, I mean my father-in-law. My my buddy called me, and he's all he's all like, uh, "Yo, bro, did you hear about Kobe?" And I was like, "Dude, yeah, let's call Eddie. Eddie's like a big Kobe fan." So we we called him up, and I called him, and he was at work. He's like, "Yo, what up?" And I was like, "Dude, did you hear about Kobe?" And he's like, "What happened?" And I was like, "Bro, he passed." He's like, "What the fuck happened? Like, how? Are you at my house?" And I was like, "What? No, bro, you know." He's like, how did he get out? And I was like, and I forgot his dog's name is Kobe, bro. Like, oh, I was like, bro. I felt like shit. I was like, no, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and he's all like, time. at the same time, I, I, it was like a weird feeling that I was like, no, Kobe Bryant. He's like, yeah. oh, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> all right, dude, let's, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk some coronavirus. Conversion with Chris, rewind. Forever 21 would get trashed, dude. The store would get completely trashed. Like, like people would throw shit everywhere. So literally, there was a kid that he was just tired of shopping. And I even took this picture and put it on my Instagram. And this kid made a bed out of all the clothes that was just thrown all over the floor. And he was straight passed out. <laughs> that's a future that's a future hire there right yeah right dude yep i was like that guy's got potential dude he made- <laughs> yes. that's one of their best right there yeah dude we're he, building them he made the most out of his situation bro he's like fuck this i'm gonna go <laughs> that's to an interview question yeah if you see all this stuff here what can you do with it <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we're back with the conversion with this podcast <laughs> Misa is dying. <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. That's what that, he's got. That's crazy, dude. So before we get into the coronavirus, maybe you should. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think we got a coronavirus oh, victim here. Sorry, guys. Hey, Anyways. Um, Four of us now. Before we uh, before we get into this, uh, one last time, dude, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. This will be the last segment of the Conversing with Chris podcast, episode number 13. Uh, thanks again, dude. Shout out to you. Dude, thanks, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks um, let's talk about this coronavirus. So for people who don't know. Dude, what I don't know, bro. Cor- but seriously, cor- I feel like I'm going to catch coronavirus talking about it. It's weird. No. We, you might, dude. You might actually catch coronavirus talking about it. So for people who don't know what the coronavirus is, um, coronavirus was a, well, it's a, it's, it's a, it's like an epidemic right now. Um, they, it's it's killed a lot of people. Uh, it started in Wuhan, a city of 11 million uh, in China, in mainland China. 
So here's the thing about this. So China is a, a continent of, well, I mean, population of China was estimated to be 1.4 billion. Um, so that's a huge uh, population. And then in Wuhan, which is one of their major transportation hubs, uh, you have an outbreak of this coronavirus, which is this sort of respiratory infection that is turning out to be serious, pretty deadly. A lot of people have died from it. It originated well, from... Well, again, some, I think people have died have been elderly people, right? Like, or yeah, people that have well, already health problems. Sure. <clears throat> well, it's All enough right? to start wiping people people out and to the point where they quarantine people. But it, it originated from like a some sort of meat market, fish market. Uh, they don't know where this coronavirus like came from. They know that it's present in some sort of animals. I know they said bats, bats uh, small rodent type um, little creatures. So right now, the death toll from the coronavirus is more than 2,100 people with eight deaths reported outside of mainland China. So the the good thing is, is that the, that, well, and this isn't a good thing, but it's being contained to China for the most part. For what we know. For bro. what we know. Well, he, he can always But I think what, what might be at play here is that there might be more inf- people infected or that have died in China than the China government is leading right. you to believe because they've already had some problems where they fired some senior officials in the, in the city of Wuhan because they're blaming them for not controlling the outbreak of this virus and not taking the outbreak as seriously as they should have. I mean... We had boats that were being held off the coast of, of different countries because insane, people were right? were confirmed carrying the virus on them, and they did not want those people to onboard their ships, including Americans, people from all over the world. So this is literally a global threat, and it really is affecting a lot of people. So what are your thoughts on it, dude? Dude, it's crazy. You know what, man? I think one of the first epidemics that I could remember was a bird flu. The bird flu. Remember well, that? Sar- I remember the SARS outbreak. That was another thing that happened in China. That was a few years ago. Yeah, right? the bird flu. I don't think killed nearly as many. Right, people, but, but I mean, as far as so I know, prevalent. You know, yeah. What I mean? For me, that's what I could remember. You know, that that really stood out for me. But for this man, I think it's 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 insane to quarantine. Just imagine this: eleven million people in this in in this city. Yeah, dude. Look at these pictures of dude, that's... quarantine fucking Wuhan. Look at that street, dude. There's nobody on, like the whole city's just on lockdown. The end of days. Look at this, dude. Well, that's what it looks like, but you know, hopefully they can get it together and people don't have to live like this. But what were you saying about this? I just wanted you to see this picture. <clears throat> yeah, it's man. Crazy. Like I was, just, it's exactly. It's just looking at it. You know what I mean? It's just to comprehend. And people don't even like. I don't know. People don't like. Look at these look highways at that, completely empty. <laughs> this would be bustling with cars dude. right now bustling like rush hour traffic type shit you know what i mean look at that bridge dude that's like the coolest bridge i've ever seen and there's nobody on it but yeah man i heard they're like arresting people if they're not wearing a a yeah they have like strict like uh rules like you gotta wear these masks they're running out of masks um china's building hospitals in like days weeks time and you know it's it's crazy. Like this little excerpt from this article, millions of people are under lockdown in China's Hubei province in a bid to stop the deadly virus from spreading. So the Chinese government has locked down 
a huge city, and they're hoping that this will be. You think we'll get like this here? Uh, no, I know. I think um, something that we have, and it's more of, I think, the Western world is our medicine is more advanced, I would say. And we're good at diagnosing and treating because in a city like or in a place like China with the population of four billion, there's a lot of people who d- live in poverty, right. who don't have access to like the best medical um like facilities or physicians that we have in the Western world. That's right. why you don't see. But right now with the coronavirus, man, all you could do is treat it. You know? Yeah, all you can do is so treat it. So that means it, it can still spread. It, it's going to spread so. for sure. And it, and obviously we have, it says, um, total number of infections in China has risen to more than 37,000 people, Damn. which is a fuckload of people, dude. And so if they don't do these things like quarantine ships, quarantine uh, well, this one city in, in, in particular and cut off transportation, uh, <coughs> people coming in and out of these cities. And yeah, then, you know, that's when you're going to see a spread. But there are cases in the U.S. There's cases in Europe, Germany, um, Cambodia, uh, the Dip- Philippines. You know, somebody's just died. Yeah. Japan is having like a little outbreak there, too. So they're all trying to figure this out. Uh, I know Vietnam had placed the city in quarantine as well. It's 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 pretty crazy, dude. Imagine. Like there oh, there's somebody, yeah, case. confirmed case in San Antonio. Yeah. So, like, that's a good example. Like, in San Antonio, that one case is probably going to be, hopefully, it would be the only case that gets reported and that they can, like, they can do everything they can to treat that person and contain them from spreading it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there it's... It's crazy because I've never seen like anything in this in my life happen like this where people right. are just dying. You know what I mean? Have you seen those crazy videos of like people recording like a bunch of bodies just like in the middle of the street? Yeah. And that's what people are criticizing China for because like videos are getting out through social media that are not sanctioned by the government and they're showing what's really happening in China. In China, the government controls everything, so who knows if these death tolls or these numbers are actually accurate? Or if they're trying to be like, hey, we, we, we got it. Like, don't worry. We got this. I've always hated Chinese food. You know? <laughs> Dude, I'm, yeah, me too, bro. I'm not a big Chinese food yeah. person. But I not, love not, it. Not, not that that ties <laughs> in directly to the coronavirus. But, I mean. And I'm not saying that because I'm racist, all right? I just want to make that clear. I'm not saying that because I'm racist. All right? I, I, I hate I, racist I people and Chinese people. And their food. And their food, man. But yeah, dude, it's, no, no, no. it's crazy. Imagine being, imagine living under quarantine. So imagine right now they put a quarantine in on on the city of El Paso. Because it's like, scary. That's what you're saying. There. Yeah. Well, I mean, and over there in Wuhan, they're now they're delivering food to people at home. To make just sure, to, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you can't go out. So bringing chicos over to my place. <laughs> See you later. Shit. You're like, burger, bro, I said a double, bro. <laughs> Can you go back? What the fuck, my extra cheese? Yeah, bro, I said extra salsa, bro. <laughs> during a quarantine. Court- just- it's just not even hot. Yeah, the most, like, fucking... <laughs> The most ridiculous time to be to complain about. So like guy, the guy opens you open the door. The guy, <coughs> your your chickles is here. <laughs> Give me that shit. Can't get any worse than now. Yeah, but imagine like that. Like, what would you do living under quarantine? Like, you would wake up. What can you do? Yeah. You would just stay there. <laughs> yeah. Like, and even the people that the Americans that they brought, they they got these Americans and these people from England, um, and they flew them out of these areas, right? 
Well, those people still have to be quarantined for like two weeks when they get yeah. back to their country because they're not playing around. They're like, yo, we're watching. And you, that's bro. mandatory, bro. Yeah. If you think about it, that's like them. Like you have no choice. You have no, like, choice. no choice. Well, dude, if you were traveling in China and you got stuck in Wuhan and they're like, bro, everyone's quarantined here, even you. And the only way you could get out is if the U.S. was like, dude, we'll come pick you up. But your ass is going to stay in this little camp for two weeks. No, like, and you're going to sign a waiver and there's no, like, if, ands, or buts. Dude, I would have signed that shit, like, yesterday. You know what I mean? You you signed into the fucking army and shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Next (laughs) thing you know, you're fucking being pushed out on the front front lines of Syria. Yeah. But, dude, imagine how desperate those people were to get out of China. Yeah, man. When they see all this shit happening and they see all these people dying, they're like, yo, I'm pulling my American card, homie. I'm out. You know what I mean? I would. You know what's so crazy when like stuff like this makes me think is because of social media and how well connected this whole world is, like news, yeah, accessibility as well. So all this becomes very big news and I think it makes it into a bigger deal. Well, dude, you know, I'm sure like well, shit like this happened back in like the early 1900s and shit, but yeah, people yeah, didn't yeah. know. It's just because it fucking yeah, no, they didn't know until they died. Absolutely, but like, that's oh, shit. I mean, he if had anything, maybe that's something to kind of be appreciated because it's like the only way to prepare for the worst is to know about it, and the quickest you know about this shit, the better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it would be like before, where it takes weeks or times or however long we would get the information, the mail over here or whatever. But at this point, it's within hours. It's within minutes. So the only way to like combat big shit like this is to be prepared. You know what I mean? But even with like the access, I still feel like nobody here pays attention to that shit. What do you mean? Like, there's not a lot of people that like you talk to them. They're like, oh, hey guys. By hey, the you way, know what? You're right. In I China, mean, shit I, is I really going at, down. I look at the news a lot and shit. So yeah, I, I look at the news a lot too. But there's a lot of people who they don't give a fuck about the news. Or they only watch local news, whatever. Um, That's crazy. You know what? Actually, like, yeah, like, like at my work, here, so like at my work, out yeah, of out, of, out, of out of sight, out of mind thing. Because yeah. at my work, like today, I saw a lady with the mask on, right? And automatically, my brain went to that shit, bro. And I was <laughs> like, oh man, you know what I mean? Maybe least, she just has some stinky breath. No, well, I would hope so, but. It was or a med- she is sick and she's it was a med- yeah or it's a medical mask and yeah like somebody told her look you're sick wear this shit we don't want to take any chances but you know what that's you know rare what I mean? if you yeah. think about it that's you don't see that shit Dude, around, you don't bro. see that shit all the time and, and in, in places like China it's commonplace yeah. right now yeah but here in El Paso you don't see people just walking around with masks on but even then you wear a mask not only to keep yourself from getting others sick but say you're not feeling that well or you are sick mm-hmm. you don't know what else other people have and your immune system's already weak so it's like an ex it's an extra like preventative you know what i mean yeah. so yeah but we're saying like people don't normally do that yeah you know what i mean well, I've done like plenty of times. <laughs> well last time you were sick mm-hmm. you didn't wear a mask after school i did no like, like, <laughs> after i infected no, everybody else like, in class a medical mask like you know what i mean yeah the ones that hook on your ears yes like we you like how much pays attention no to me? <laughs> that's not what, what i'm saying is like, how about we do this on the not, next podcast not everyone not everyone just has medical masks in their bathroom ready for that shit I have one in the room. You know what? I, I, I've had some, but I've always given them away to my daughter for... for like, yeah, she's around. like, let me put my medical you mask You really on. want me to? You re- 
Lennon's going to go get her medical can, mask. Can you get me one now, too? I think I need one, too. I'm sick of this. this, is, <laughs> this I'm sick of this bullshit. This is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, dude, for real. China's crazy. Fucking, I saw this thing on YouTube where these guys hijack, or they hitchhiked across China, dude. Damn. And it took them like a week and a half. And all they did was hitchhike. They didn't fucking. Spend, they didn't spend any money on any any dope. transportation. They just See, hitchhiked. to do something, man. That's like that's dude. This one guy picked them up with his wife, and his wife got mad because stranger he thought danger. they were picking up hookers <laughs> because they had a girl with them. The people that were hitchhiking, so she thought her husband was gonna drop her off at home and then go perform these duties oh. with the hooker. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what was happening, but the lady was legit adventure. bad. Wow. Wow. She did. So we have a face mask here on the yeah. Conversing with Chris yeah, podcast. That's, back, that's backwards. Is it backwards? Yeah. Oh, shit. But it's, it's okay. It's been used. All right. So just imagine, guys, you're in China right now. Everybody around you has one of these on. And you know what? Those are like not even the ones you should be wearing over there. What is it? This is not like your. This isn't a good one, huh? No. I feel like this is like quality. you should have one that like like covers like, filters. Yeah, the air right? that you're breathing, and that one doesn't. How do I sound? Can you guys tell that I sound different? Dear God. Do I sound like I have a mask on? <laughs> it sounds like you're lit. <laughs> so I'm gonna do the rest of the podcast with this mask on, in honor of the millions of people fighting the coronavirus out there. Damn, millions already. So Damn. dedicated. Well, I just want them to know I'm with them. I'm thinking about them. I'm gonna know? send them a bunch of cough drops. Well, once <laughs> once the quarantine's lifted, <laughs> once the quarantine's lifted, we can think about doing something like that. No, like just it, like airdrop that. Shit. Just airdrop yeah. it. Send it on a droid. Just fly it. Over that shit gets infected on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> they probably sh- they'll probably shoot it down. Yeah, we'll use a drone. We'll fly it in, and then they'll shoot it down, dude. No oh, man, that's crazy. <clears throat> so I wonder if it's. If, I wonder if they've gotten any people like north north of. Korea. I yeah, mean, they, you don't hear any news from them. They, well, they know. wouldn't say anything. They'd be like, they'd be wiped cool. out before yeah. anything. It's like, what well, happened they to them? You no, that's how they are. The Mayans. This, look, this looks like one of those masks that the dentist wears, or the dental assistant. <laughs> that doesn't look like it's going to stop you from any virus. I'm not convinced. <laughs> Whatever. Return it. You didn't even notice that I wore it, so I don't really care about your opinion. <laughs> You're just <laughs> complaining now. Just now? After all this time? <laughs> so, let's switch it up to a lighter note. So, I don't know if you guys have, uh, if this has happened to people before, but, well, obviously it has happened to people before. <laughs> but if it's happened to you guys where around election season, you start getting these random messages from these... Uh, no, man, I'm illegal. I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, they, it's because you can't... Yeah, they can't. Yeah, you can't vote, bro. So they don't talk to you. Exactly. They already know. But I already got. So yesterday, okay. So what these guys do is they create these chain messages that they send out promoting candidates in the area, trying to get you to support them and whatever. So it's cool. It's promoting. Blah blah blah. You know, it's it's join my gang. Yeah. This is what it's. This is what um, campaigning in 2020 looks like now. Where people just send you fucking messages, so because they don't they don't go knocking on doors anymore. The first, well, they still technology, do like we talked about earlier. So the first, I mean, so okay, I don't know how I got signed up to Bernie Sanders' fucking email text chain. You know how? Maybe Bernie but Sanders is listening first, to you. Yeah, that's no, what I was no, gonna no, say. No. Bernie look, Sanders listening right now. It's first off, I get a text saying, "Hi, Matthew." 
which oh. that's not that's my that's not my name. And um, you actually look like a Matthew. You kind of do. My no, brother's it's like, name. Yo, oh, is it? Well, yeah. Have anyway, you met his brother? No. Anyway, so. fucking Matthew. They think well. They think I'm Matthew, and you know this lady Caitlin, who I never met before, is, is saying that <laughs> she wants me to be there for Bernie. <gasps> you know I mean? Who's, Who's Bernie? Who's Bernie? I get another text again. Hey Matthew, this time it's Jessica. Oh, Jessica. And wow, Jessica has some great vocabulary. Her punctuation is on point, you know. And she even speaks Spanish. Man, hablo español. That's what she says in the text. No way. You see? Where, 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 where? Right here. You see? This is for who? This is oh, for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> so they know who their demographic is because I don't speak Spanish. What? But they think I do. <laughs> but I do speak Spanish. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, That's what Boosie You know, too. like, why would, they, why would they randomly put this in? Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> Today uh, they probably looked at your profile picture. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, he's brown. Yeah, Marcus, uh, yeah, he speaks yeah. Spanish. Anyway, today I get hit up as hey Christopher. Oh, so, you gotta write this. Yeah, time. somebody did something. I don't know what somebody they did. finished with oh. your brother. Yeah. Now it's your turn. Yes. Somebody in Bernie Sanders' office or his in his campaign was like, Hey guys, his name is Christopher. <laughs> Not Matthew. Guy. What a yes, guy. thank you for that. And you know who that was? It was Cody. <laughs> it says, hey, Christopher, it's Cody. Cody, Cody. I'm with Bernie 2020. Did you hear me? Bernie is hosting a rally in El Paso on Saturday, February 22nd at 2 p.m. Are you able to join him? And what I said was, don't worry about it. Stop. <laughs> and now I've been un- I've been successfully unsubscribed. Well, okay. I got two problems with this. Number one. Why did you all think I was Matthew? Who is Matthew? Who the fuck is Matthew? Who are your sources? Yeah, like who told you I'm Matthew? Maybe your brother signed you up for that shit. Number no, but why wouldn't they text him? (laughs) Because your brother signed you up for it. No, I don't know. Because then how did they come back and because your brother now? (laughs) And then they realize his name is Christopher. Let's try Chris. Maybe they're just guessing. And now I mean, <laughs> right? have any, try Chris now. Have any of you guys gotten any of these types of messages? No. I, I actually I used to for Trump. Everybody checks their phone though for but, Trump. Yeah, and then they he was like deport, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> okay, so who's going to the Bernie Sanders rally on Saturday by a show of hands here? You know, I think yeah, I want to go. I think a, I want to go. It's a podcast, so all hands are up here. Right. Yeah, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, eight but look, this is what I don't understand. Eight hands are up. Oh, so Cody sends me the invitation to join the rally, okay. but he doesn't tell us where it's at. Oh. So how are we supposed so to like go the, to something the, the where we don't know? Something, something. Well, so, anyway, so shout out to, compa- to campaign text messaging. It's a great way to get people to the polls, obviously. Um, but yeah. Shout out to Bernie right Sanders. And you know what, man? Like, I, I don't follow politics too much. You know, it's just oh, enough to know. <laughs> but, yeah, but at the same time, I think it's just it would be awesome, like, a, like a good memory to have to go see to, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, to see Bernie Sanders. You know, yeah. He's, he's yeah. Why not a big be a part of something? I mean, right? Exactly. Because you never know. I mean, it's not often presidential candidates come to El Paso. Yeah. I mean, Beto. That's one thing because he's from here, but. Trump came here because he just wants to rub it in his face that he hates Mexicans. 
Well, I mean, did I say that out loud? Did I? I did say that out loud. Anyways, um, so is uh, Church or Misael, may I? Um, and see, I didn't even know Misael. the name was Misael. Nobody Misael. does. So, yes, what did you say? <laughs> I remember saying, God, what were you doing? Mesa. No, I get people Misa. like, hey, what up, no, Mesa? No, his name is Church. Church. And I remember asking Misa. Misa Shisha. Misa Church. Is it? And she's like, yeah. And then later when I talked to you more is when I found out all the shit about you. All right. So you used to be a a security guard at Sunland Park Mall. The thriving, eventful, bright. Uh, You know what, bro? I'm not going to lie, man. When was when? Give give us some mall security guard stories real fast before we we wrap up this podcast. You know what always kind of like shocked me? I worked there for like two and a half years, almost three years. And I saw some random shit, but you know the constant shit you would think of like like spills or people being lost or whatever. It, people fucking in the parking lot. Really? Like, yeah, bro. Like at least once what? or twice a week. Bam, driving around and it's like, bam. No, it's like, I said Yo. really. Oh. <coughs> Yo, Boy, guys, you thought I said Willie? <laughs> no, I said really. What? Don't be And what? So people wild. would call it in and be like. No, Bro, dude. These guys well, are going at it, and this goes to them. Yeah, we would cruise around, and, and the thing is, is like they make it so obvious. They go on, they they're like the only car, like in the very back. Like, nobody's parked for like fifteen years and shit. Yeah. You know? and, and then you <laughs> fucking spot has it. So you go and then you was. drive, and it's all like, and then you see like the Titanic scene, like her hand goes down and shit like that, and then like. And then you knock on the door and the guy rolls down the window and they're still going at it. And I was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, bro, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dog? Come on, man. Like, there's kids in there. And shit. Like, He's up, bro. I'm mid-stroke, bro. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. What are you doing here? You know, like, get the fuck, dude. There's, there's, there's Academy parking lot over there, bro. They don't have security. Go over there. Like, That's true. But, bro, like. It, that Toys R Us is vacant. Once or twice a week, bro. Dude, I've caught dogs fucking around the area. I have a video about all, well, dog, all, all dude, dogs is more acceptable. No, so. dude, but it was actually that same day I caught like two couples, like two <laughs> yeah, couples doing that shit. On? I'm like, what the fuck? Dude? Like, I wanted to quit my job that day, you know? Like, so y'all was, need Jesus. <laughs> you need to go to church. Church. So, so is that like besides that? What's another crazy story you have um, from dude, being a mall security just, guard? This, too many. You know what's so crazy is when I started, um, I became friends with the director of security. Um, Sablotsky? No, fuck that, dude. <laughs> what up, yeah, Sablotsky? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, wherever you are, <laughs> fuck you, bro. Wherever you are, guy. Yeah, you fucking uh, with my boy. This guy was bullshit. Anyways. Oh, no, 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 no. Be- before him. See, actually, when I started, oh, when kidding, I started, I there was like you, a bro. handful Sorry. of people. And there was a handful of people that stuck around for a while. I was the last one out of that handful mm-hmm. of people. The director of security left, you know, the supervisor left. Oh, Everybody in the, I was the last one to leave. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Luis. Hey. Marines, he's in Japan right now. Oh. Yo, don't catch oh, the coronavirus, doggy. Yeah, I love you. Out. Be safe, bro. Um, don't come back. But yeah, man. Uh, <coughs> but there was this one time when I first started. I was. It was like on a Saturday or Sunday morning. It's very slow day. And it was just me and my supervisor or my director of security. And he's like, Hey, I got a meeting in Chilo Vista at another mall. Can you, and it's pretty slow. You can handle it by yourself. Right. And I was like, yeah, I got this shit. You know what I'm saying? Look at me. And I flexed, you know, like, you know, like I showed him my abs, all this shit anyways. So I'm going on my day. And then I, I, I get a call from this lady that, that has a shop. She's like, Hey, there's a couple fighting really loud out here, making a big scene. So I go check it out. 
And come to find out, this lady has her daughter, and this guy tricked her into meeting there. And he, she had a restraint order on him or something like oh, that. Oh shit! You know, so he, she, she. That's jail. all she you kept saying. For that, bro. but he, he, when I showed up, he's like, he's like, you know what, man, I don't want no problems. I just want to see my my daughter. And and then she would be like, no, but he can't. He has a restraint order. He can't be around me. Blah blah blah. And so I was like, you know what, man? Do you have a restraining order? So it's none of your business. So I was like, you know what? No, I'll just call the cops different. right yeah, now. I'm going to call the cops. So I call the cops. And this has never happened to me. I call the cops and they answer. And I tell them what's going on. He's like, you know what? We don't have anybody available right now. But whoever's there, whoever's close by and whenever we can, we'll be there. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, what the fuck? And that's just that. But we had a security, a, a cop inside the movie theater there. We have a movie. And, and I had gone up to him to ask him about it. And he literally <laughs> told me, like, you know what, man? I can't do nothing, man. These guys... I have to be here. I can't yeah. do shit about it. He's a scientist. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, if, if somebody starts beating this chick up or whatever, like, he like, can't do you shit, can't, you know? Yeah. So whatever, you know, I'm trying to split him up, you know, I'm in the middle of it. And the next thing you know, I get a call on the phone from some um, maintenance lady. And she's all like, hey, there's a lot of smoke coming from this store. And I was like, what? And I was there's a lot of you know, smoke. So I was like, okay. And then at that oh, time, uh, these couple were making a big scene that one of our janitors was there. His name is Robert. Shout out, Robert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And anyways, um, I told him, hey, man, can you just keep an eye on this guy? You know, like, just so he won't put any hands on me. He's like, yeah. So I go running, man. And, and w- when I start running, I see all this smoke already filling up the mall. You yeah. know? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, yeah. and like, and I had called my boss already about this dude. And he told me to call the cops, you know. So I'm running over yeah, there. I, I got to talk to you again. <laughs> and as I'm running over there, I see flames coming out of this, like, little shop. You know, and it's like that, that like, random ass, like, furniture shop. Like, some weird ass furniture that was so. Some place that's 90% like that, off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it's like, it's yeah, like a, a teapot is like fucking $6,000. Yeah. But today it's only six. It's bucks. Only six. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. Nah, but and so I go over there and they had this like this lamp full of like feathers around it, and that shit was on fire, and the lamp was on fire, and and they, right next to it they had a little waterfall fountain or little shit. And this guy was like <laughs> trying to get it out, you know, like stop, dry. drop, and roll. That's why he kept saying stop, drop, and roll. And I was like, what? So on the way over there, I I, I got my shit and took it out. So I was like, and then after that, this Robert guy, he's like, dude, this guy doesn't want to leave. He keeps, you know, getting in her face. So I was like, fuck. And I told this guy, you all right? The fire's okay. You know, like, I'll be right back. You know, and then and then on the way over there, I called my boss and told him about the little fire. He's like, what? Is this still going? I was like, no, I took it out. He's like, oh, all right. You know, like, is everybody okay? I was like, bro, I'm running right now. I'll call you back. You know? So on the way over there, no joke, while I'm talking to my boss, I get another radio from a, little, a cleaning lady saying that some old lady passed out on the floor, dude. And I'm like... No! I stop and I'm like, no, dude, do I really need this job right now? Like, <laughs> that's what made people you call me Paul Blarp. You know, like yeah. I started thinking about all this shit I hate about that job, like yeah. being on the Segway and all these little kids running behind me, like I'm in the third world country throwing candy <laughs> or some shit. Like, what the fuck? And then What's she's like, on? she's, uh, I think she's having a seizure, and I was like. All right, just this time, I'll go and help this lady. And I ran over there, and this lady's just on the floor, like, shaking. And I'm like, what's going on? Are you cold? What's going on? And she's like, Ugh. you know, and I was like, I thought she was cold. She's shaking. But anyways, so, <laughs> so, so I'm there. And then while I'm, you know, I, I put her on her side and, you know, follow the shit that I have to do, you know. I'm, I'm thinking, like, fuck, I should have taken my break, you know. And, and finally, I, I called the ambulance. They showed up, you know, and then... and. 
And then the good. guy ended up leaving, you know, and so the cop worked. never showed up though. Everything and then, worked out. And then and then I guess somebody had called the fire department, you know. For the fire. For the fire, so all this shit was going on, you know, and then like <laughs> My boss ended up calling me back, you know, and he's you like, literally had to call each emergency what the fuck happened? He's fire. like, bro, what happened? Yeah. What happened with you? And you know, like, I was like, like I was a fucking referee. I was a firefighter and I was a paramedic. All, all in one day. Right? I need a raise, Small security. Yeah, bro. Hey, well, shout, yeah. out, shout out to you for that, dude. Yeah. Um, we're coming up on the 30 minute mark. We're going to end this podcast. Any final thoughts you have real fast? First of all, man, it's good seeing you, man. It's Thanks, brother. You, bro. I appreciate it's you. been a while. It's nice seeing you yeah, all. It's fun. Was this was fun, man. We got to do this again yeah, for sure. Yeah, it up again. I will. I will. But thanks, man. This is awesome. Good luck with all this, Thank bro. you, brother. Appreciate it. Stay fresh. All right. Uh, I'll hit you guys up. Thank you for joining us on the Conversing with Chris podcast. This was the Misael Church interview. What it do? I hope you guys enjoy this one. Um, and we are... Y'all stay fresh.